Hey, Russ. Hi, Tony. Um, do you want to make a podcast? I can't stop now. What if we talked about, um, on each episode, a beer and a song? I don't think anyone's doing that. No, I don't think so. I think it's some white space we could easily occupy, um, get famous. Yeah, and uh, honestly, yeah, beer is, beer is bad. Beer has become bad. I what? I just don't. I'm not into it anymore. Well, I just this has been my editorial stance this whole year. Craft beer is bad. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to One Beer, One Song, where on each episode, of course, we... Um, <clears throat> oh, good Lord. Uh, underappreciate, miscategorize, underrepresent, uh, shame, uh, offend. A beer and or a song. Sometimes multiple beers, sometimes multiple songs. You um, know, that last episode, you did get the bottom half of a can. Mm-hmm. So that could have been why it was hazy. Yeah, we talked about that already. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're here to do it. To do it again. We've uh, this is we're angling toward two hundred episodes here, and uh, probably sometime in twenty nineteen we'll have our two hundred. We ran the numbers, and it turns out we produce about thirty pieces of content a year. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. for the haters that don't like our sabbaticals. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, so talk to my uh, Sky Miles account and my plumber. Are you um? Are you, what are you? Platinum diamond? I jizz? made. I hit platinum this year. Um, what does that get you? So no, the, no, stop. What does that get me? I I actually have my um uh Delta account pulled up here. Um, <clears throat> the platinum. God, that's so bougie. We're on a podcast. You're like, hold on, I have my Delta Sky Miles account pulled up here. Uh, sure, fine. That's your, that's your problem. Um. Again, what does your Sky Miles get me? Do I get a passenger voucher? Do I get access to the Diamond Lounge if, Club? If we were to go somewhere together. Anal bleaching? Um, that's not included. But when we went to board the plane. Is it an option? When they say <laughs> Sky Priority, you can get on the plane. If you were Zone 4 or whatever, I'd be like, come with me. You're with me. Come with me if you want to live. Exactly. Mm. Come with me if you want your carry-on baggage to live. Um, in a space above you and not in the... Because I'll tell you, I gave up Delta. I don't know why you did that. Because I don't like them. It's They are by far the superior airline. I disagree. I have never what's, been what's treated... What's better? I have never been treated more poorly by more people on the frontline service of Delta than any other airline. I am happy to fly Southwest anywhere. I've never flown Southwest. Oh my God. Everybody's nice. They enjoy their jobs. I See, I... I have had a completely different experience with Delta. And I have friends who work for Delta who have reached out to me behind the scenes being like, dude, this company's great. Look at all the awesome things we're doing. I'm like, Betty just, uh, um, oh, here, here's a great example. Um, three seats in a row. Mm-hmm. Stewardess comes up to me. She says, hi. It's flight attendant. You don't say stewardess. I apologize. I apologize to the flight attendants. Uh, it's me and this other dude. The middle seat's empty. And this uh, flight attendant comes up to me and says, yeah, I did. almost did it. She said, uh, would one of you mind switching? So, um, well, actually, you know, this happened pre-kid, so I probably would switch now. But pre-kid, she was like, uh, well, one of you mind swapping so this mother and son can sit together? And I said, uh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm exit row uh, on the window. And I'm like, no, thank you. She goes, some really nice people on this flight. And like from there, it just went straight downhill with Delta customer service. I that sounds like that's on you, man. For not moving, yeah. I paid for the seat. I ranged my life to select the seat I wanted for the flight. How? Here's the question: How long was the flight? Oh, it was Vegas, so three and a half hours. Okay, I mean, I I can see that, yeah. So yeah, looking back on it, mother son story. Okay, yeah, I should have switched, but it doesn't mean the Delta flight attendant should have been rude either. 
No, of course not. And it's been nothing but downhill since. So I left about three years ago. Haven't looked back. I, I just don't understand how you can live in Atlanta and not fly Delta. Oh, it's super easy. You uh, open up, you hit Control T, mm -hmm. you type in Southwest.com. Right. Uh, and my Google Chrome remembers my username and password, hmm. and then I just type in where I want to go, and it, it just and then I get in line. And then you have to like take multiple segments places. And nope. what about international travel? I don't. Wh what is that? It's where you like cross an ocean. Mm -mm. Mm. Mm -mm. I've done that in a while. I have had. I am. <clears throat> I have long been a Hartsfield uh, Jackson International Airport evangelist. Oh, agreed. Have, Once we got Wi-Fi. Yeah, and, and have become now a honestly a Delta evangelist because I've had I travel a lot and uh, it's maybe it's because I have status or whatever, but like I it's you been, have privilege. It, it's it's privilege. That's privilege. That well, that's that's an interesting because that's privilege, <laughs> but it's earned privilege. It's but not it's, earned. It's you. You're getting it because you gave them money. Right, so it's it's earned. Oh, okay, fair enough. But I'm also privileged that I'm able to give them the money to earn the privilege. <clears throat> Anyway, Southwest is great. Super happy people. I pay the extra ten dollars, so I get to be one of the first twenty people who board. Mm -hmm. I get a comfy seat. Oh, um, actually, I did take four Southwest West flights in under eighteen hours, almost a year ago to the Rose Bowl. They got me with connecting stop to the Rose Bowl in time, and I left New Year's Day morning. That's right. I remember that. That's a good story. Yeah, I like it. So, fruitcake. You ever had it? Hell yeah. We sent out questions. Bernie, friend of the show, said. Want to know why is fruitcake the most underrated food? Uh, it contains cake, fruit, and bourbon. It's awesome. Hashtag team fruitcake. Yeah. I, I, I said there's cake in there. I, I don't know these things. I didn't know there was cake in fruitcake. I just thought it was dealing with like the form of it. Like it's in a cake what, form. But what was, what did you think it was made of? Gelatin and fruit. That would be jello. Really firm jello and fruit. <laughs> You thought it was called fruitcake, but didn't. It was made out of Jello, gelatin. Uh, <laughs> really, really hard gelatin. And hard gelatin? Yeah. What is that? Plastic? No, not that hard. That's dumb, Tony. Um, and dried this is amazing. fruit. And dried fruit. It has yeah, to be dried sure, fruit. Of okay. Um, so Bernie immediately comes back at me. He's like, all on Twitter. Uh, he's like, oh, you hate fruitcake. You're a fruitcake hater. I'm like, I've never had it. I look at it, and I'm like, that's not for me, and I move on. But now you're telling me there's bourbon in it. Yeah, I don't eat it's sugar. It's not but... bourbon in all of it. There are there are boozy fruitcakes, and there are just oh, so it's not like that slice could have booze or not fruitcakes. And this slice might not have booze. I think the problem with the perception of fruitcake, and I think largely people have come around on it because they're like, this is fruitcake is fine, <clears throat> is that it ends up getting like regifted. It's it, it, the rep the reputation is based on the people that it is associated with. And they're just like, who are hey, those people? here's your shitty step uncle who uh, brought you a gift and it's a fruitcake that he got at work and it's wrapped in tinfoil and here, Merry Christmas. So it's not, the cake itself is fine. It's just associated with bad behavior and bad people. That's my take on it. So like the uncle from uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? He's not a good person. He would give a fruitcake? Well, that, that no, I mean, so that, that, because he really risking, cared about we're risking a spoiler here that, that there's, there's a spoiler there. So. Right, but I'm not dealing with a spoiler. He's no, he's a uh, um, he would not give a fruitcake. It's it's he's, determined early in the movie that he has made past poor life decisions, and that's why he and his brother don't get along. Which I don't under they never revisited that. Like I, 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 that was just purely external judgment from the popo. Right, which you've also made certain life choices if you are a cop. If you decide this is the thing that I want to do is be a cop. If you like handcuffs, if you like bondage, 
a career in law enforcement might be for you. So the beer I opened, uh, again, from our... Welcome to one beer. <laughs> okay, what is it? What are we drinking? So, Bernie, bring me some good fruitcake mm-hmm. and also your delicious wings. Yes. I'll bring bourbon, okay? Uh, sunset, this is also from our North Carolina, North Kakalaki. Is that, can we say that? North, is that... It, it, uh, it is Kakalaki and Kakalacia are both acceptable. Okay. From North Kakalaki, Highlands area, this was also part of the beer package from the hotel I stayed at. This is the Sunset Saison from Satuva. Sunset Saison. Are you, making, in there. are you making fun of people with the, the sunset saison from Satulu sibilance from Sat Satula Mountain Brewing Company? Oh, Satu- fine Carolina Satula? arrows. I'm South Carolina elevation forty one. Read 18. words. I'm trying to name for our famous overlook sunset rock. We've added parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme to this farmhouse ale. Light citrus notes from fresh lemon zest and orange peel bring to mind warm summer evenings among the pines. So, so why are they giving this to me in winter? Freaking Simon and Garfunkel package? album? When was it canned? Because is, is there a date on the bottom? Canned 6618. Good night. Well, this is ruined. <laughs> this is served in a tall boy with a sticker label. And we know how Russ feels about tall boys. Yeah, but it's in a glass and I'm splitting it, so it's going to be okay because my hand is not heating the warm uh, <clears throat> aluminum can. Smelling. Well, what does it look like? That's right. You don't see color. It's kind of a looks like dish tingy. <laughs> it's cloudy. It, yeah, and a thin white head. Although I did pour it a while back. Yeah, it looks uh, appropriately carbonated. Oh, that's weird. Citrus and thyme. <laughs> Man, <laughs> herbs. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like I should be chewing this? Um. Those like citrus and herb, like on a pot roast, I guess. Um, yeah, sort of, but it's also got that kind of spicy, funky saison yeasty thing going on. <clears throat> I'm confused. I don't know what this beer wants to be. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yours definitely looks more dishwatery than mine. I just yeah, I get I get the short end of the stick every time. I mean, it's it's it it it. Starts Saisani. It's, I mean, there's, there is a, Saison yeast is very, um, <clears throat> I'm exhaling herb not aromas. Like iconic or whatever. But then, like, it almost gets a little soapy, like fragrant, like soapy fragrant, but not soapy from hops. Like, hops can be soapy, but this is like fragrantly perfumey, perfumey soapy. I'm just breathing herbs now. <clears throat> when I exhale, herbs. And the Tijuana guys, you know? It's my brass section. Herb Albert. That's just weird. It is weird. I don't dislike it. I don't get any off flavors. Like, it's a, it's interesting. I don't know that I would... That sound was Russ pushing his beer away from him. <laughs> he just made a nonverbal gesture, his opinion of the beer. <laughs> You're going to push it off the table. Let's do something not that. <laughs> do we have a song? I sent you a song. Yeah, we do have a song. So in previous I have episodes, not to it, but we've uh, we've we've covered Weezer covering Toto, mm-hmm. and they covered that Toto classic Africa, and we both really liked it. Yep. So I sent you another cover mm-hmm. of someone I don't trust, and I don't like. Um, I just I I, I don't fear him. I would like to think I'd kick him in the nuts if I saw him. 
uh, who's that? Aquaman? No, no, he could kick my ass. You seen that boy, man? Oh yeah, he's lifting submarines. He's lifting submarines. I watched him host uh, SNL the other weekend. He was funny. Yeah, it was good. The the back half of that episode, by the way, really solid mm-hmm. and dark and weird. Yeah. Um, no, this is by Pitbull. Pitbull. He is the whitest man from south of the border. Agreed. Whitest man from Miami or Havana. Okay. He covered Toto. Toto. For the Aquaman soundtrack. Hmm. Something tells me that we're going to have um, more to talk about after we listen to this song. Let's listen to the song. Okay. This is um, Toto. Wait. This is Aquaman no, covering. No, 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 no. Aquaman good, Pitbull bad. <laughs> this is Pitbull. Pitbull featuring Ray, R-H-E-A, Rhea, Ray. R-H-E-A. Rhea was uh, Dane DeVito's wife. But that's R-I-A. That's Rhea Perlman. I thought it was R-H-E-A. Uh, Things to look up during the song. But also, is it pronounced Rhea or is it Ray? I always thought it was Rhea. Okay, well. Here's One of Pitch us is Bull. wrong. P- Pitchbull. Here is uh, Pitbull featuring Rhea. Rhea. Ray. Yeah, Rhea Perman. R-E-H-E-A. On the Aquaman soundtrack doing Africa. They tried to get rid of me, but from ocean to ocean... They gon' have to deal with me. I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead. Always against all eyes like Pac said. I'm the living great Gatsby. But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. Gonna take a lot to drive me away from you. There's nothing than a hundred men on board. These streets, 305 till I die. Still got love for these pieces, why I spit this fire. You can catch me on the beach, especially on the island. Took over my city, now it's time for the world. I live it, they rap it, there's a difference, girl. Getting paid more than athletes, man. Life is sweet, GM on the status. Papa, watch me. Gonna take a lot to drive me Now I say sleep is the cousin of death so I don't sleep These boys act like they hard but we know that they sweet They wouldn't bust a great better food fight, Papa, please Went from rapping with them boys with a mouth full of gold To hanging with Slim Jr. down in Mexico Take it with a grain of salt and a pound of gold The game is to be sold and not told, let's go Gonna take a lot to drive me So that is based on Toto's Africa, but that's, yeah, the, song, the song is actually called Ocean to Ocean. Which makes me think of Led Zeppelin, which makes me happy. It's kind of like saying um, the the Puff Daddy song, um, Every Breath You Take, is like, oh, this is him covering Every Breath You Take. It's like, not actually, no. It's, he uses the chorus but uh, and the chord structure. But when it started, I was like, oh, good Lord. 
And then I was like, this is fine. I like I, it's listenable. It's good. It's good to hear like a, a capable female voice singing the the chorus part. I thought it was fine. Humanity has another opinion. Okay. That would say you're wrong. <laughs> they hate it. I I want the course to be a hair better, and I don't know what words to say to make it. I think it's just a hair too poppy. It's very poppy. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like bobs along like. And I do like the lower. Beats a minute. Like I don't, I don't know if Rhea's singing both vocal lines, but I really love the lower one. It sounds like Miley Cyrus. Not I a fan. I didn't know Rhea Perlman had a voice like that. She? Do you know she's five foot tall? She's not a midget. <clears throat> She's not a little person. She's five foot. I believe it. Yeah. So she's not, you know. Well, she can sing her ass off. I, I mean, and let's not forget. I, I think she has one of the most iconic television characters uh, from Cheers. True. Yeah. Why didn't she sing on Cheers? They only had that one tune. There was no jukebox in that <clears throat> joint. You ever notice that? Was there not? There was a cigarette machine. You know what? I take that back. Maybe there was one near the front door. I thought there was one, there was some sort of machine yeah. uh, uh, by the hallway to the bathrooms. Well, there was the the, the telephone on the right, mm-hmm. and some type of vending machine on the left. But I don't think it was a jukebox. I think Maybe it was, it was a cigarette was, machine. Probably. Wow! Wow! You remember the last line from that <clears throat> show? I don't. Bars closed. Sam's wiping up. He goes over to a picture of a uh, painting of Geronimo, mm-hmm. which was Coach's favorite uh, painting, and he straightens it. Kind of like a little tip of the hat to coach for the. Sure. He goes back to the bar and someone tries to open the door. He, and, and through the door, you see him. And he goes, sorry, we're closed. And he goes back behind the bar. He says, I, I'm the luckiest son of the bitch in the world. Fade to black. Wow. I feel like I watched that episode, but I don't remember that. It was a great time. final episode. Yeah. Like it was Seinfeld. A, and it was a like a cultural event. Where yeah. It's just like last Absolutely. episode of MASH, yeah. last episode of Cheers. Yeah. What was what was when they took off from the helicopter in the Cheers? What did he spell out? Do you remember? Took off from the what? What are you talking about? The end of MASH. Oh, I have no idea. He took off and uh, the guy had arranged the white marker stones mm-hmm. into a message. I forget what that message is. Probably eat a bowl of dicks or something. That I think we'd still be talking about today if that was that'd be like a cultural phrase. All right, bye. Eat a bowl of dicks. Like that means I love you. Right. Right, right. <laughs> eat a bowl of dicks would be a entirely different meaning. Do you know what else I saw recently that? that I really liked? Uh, bumping mics on Netflix. Oh yeah, you recommended that to me, and I watched it uh, last night. Fantastic, and it's not exactly what I thought it'd be. Like Jeff Ross has been pumping this pumping mics tour all across the nation for at least nine months. They've played big rooms too. They've played the Mirage. Uh, big name. They never made it to Atlanta, uh, but it's him and uh, David Tell. David Tell, and they're just on stage together, riffing on each other with each other, setting each other up. Some of it's you can tell a little plan, some of it's not, and it's great. And this was like the last weekend run. They filmed it in a small club in New York, and they had all these awesome comedians stop by: Bob mm-hmm. Saget, yep. Gilbert Gottfried. Yep. Who, when Gilbert dies, I there will never be anyone close to being like Gilbert Gottfried. No, no, no. no. All those bird credits? Yeah. Yeah, that's just insane. No, he's, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Highly funny. I started rewatching the series. It's only three episodes, like 30 minutes each episode. It's fantastic. People should watch that. Yeah, we watched that. I watched um, recently, there's the four part thing on Netflix um, Salt, Fat, Heat, Acid, Heat. Mm-hmm. That was good. It was enjoyable. I had a hard time getting into the first episode, so I kind of abandoned it. But, yeah. But a friend of the show, Megan, said it's really good, too. It's fun. Like, the woman that, that hosts it um, was a chef at Chez Panisse, mm. which I don't know. if I guess that's a big deal. Um, but she's she's very likable. 
So we, we I felt it was like episodes. if NPR hosted Parts Unknown. Is how I felt <clears> about it. Yeah, it was a little sterile that first half of that episode. It, it, I don't think it has the uh, the the gravitas to stand alone as a four episode thing. Like I want to like I would watch her sort of in a thirty minute thing doing like what Guy Fieri does. Eat shitty food and talk about it? Or just eat any food and talk about it? No. I don't trust him. He's fine. No, he's, fine. he's not. He's fine. What else you got? Um, we, let's see. Um, this will likely be, I don't know if I'll get this episode out before the end of the year. Um, but well, happy 2020, the, everybody. Happy 20, wait, what? We have to, we still have a whole other year to go through to get to, um, to there. Um, I don't have um, any other year-end mm. lists. Mm. Like, what's your favorite? Uh, what's the best place you went this year? Oh, Warhorse. Is Warhorse a place? It is Warhorse Financial Investments. Have you heard of it? <clears throat> is that in DeKalb County? No. Oh, it's uh, very close to Local Three. Is that off West Paces Ferry? Local Three is near OK Cafe North Side. Okay, that road. So, uh, from the people who brought you Mustn Turners and Local Three, Warhorse. Oh, I've heard about words. Yeah. So I, you have to be a member to go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a member. And looking at the people who are in there, I will never become no. be able to afford to become a member. Right. But it's a private supper club in Atlanta, and it's insane. It is. There's a button in the restroom. If you press the button, when you walk out of the restroom, whiskey is waiting for you. Hmm. And good bourbon, neat, in yeah. a glass. Oh, for if, sure. it, and this is this is sexist. This is my one complaint. In the men's bathroom, it says press for bourbon. In the women's bathroom, it says press for champagne. Mm. So a little sexist, but that drink, those drinks don't show up on your bill. It's just right. like built into the cost of the experience. Right. Um, but it's insane. So if you get an invitation to go to Warhorse, just go. Because oh, who knows? Sure. Who knows when you'll get another one? Well, and it's a place that like celebrities can go and not get bothered. Oh my God! It just and we have a ton of them. Like we the the I forget what it's called now. Um, it was the Fred before beneath the beer bar beneath Taco Mac. Yeah. I think it's like the chapter room or something now. Whatever. Um, corporate. But I bullshit. took some. Uh, had some coworkers in town several years ago, and I was like, "Hey, here's a cool experience. Let's go to this thing. I've got a membership at." And got in, and they actually gave me a hard time because I had three people with me, and they were like, um, "Each member is allowed to have one guest." And I was like, "We're gonna pay you a bunch of money, so like, shut up and eat move. a dick." <laughs> God. So we're hanging out and all my coworkers are, they're kind of suspicious. They're just like, I don't understand what the big deal is, blah, 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 and whatever. But they're all huge um, NFL fans. Um, a couple of big uh, Broncos fans. And then the one guy was a, um, a Bills fan and a Dolphins fan. He's from Buffalo, but lived in Miami. God, that's confusing. And also um, was one of the founders of um, what we now know as online fantasy football. So like he's oh. basically... All is that all that is to say that uh, very deep into football, and we're sitting there hanging out, and they're kind of like, "Well, I don't get what the big deal is." And then Tony Gonzalez walked in. Oh, and Broncos fans know him from the Chiefs, obviously, and but he was a Falcon at the time, and he had just come back for the last um, season. It wasn't the last season; he had just come back for like summer uh, oh, camp, okay. like the season was about to start. And he walked in, and I was like, "See, cool place. I go to the cool bar. NFL players hang out here," and they were just like, "Wow, that's great!" Like chatted him up it was good anyway the only other place i went this year i don't know i remember where i went oh, i went to disney oh yeah dude that was insane it was great took the small human it's her first time stayed on property did it up uh great experience uh if you are going to plan a trip to disney 
Get yourself a certified Disney planner. Doesn't cost you a dime. Disney pays them out of wherever you spend. Right. But like everything was dialed up. My restaurant reservations, all my fast passes, they took care of all of it. And I got great stuff. We had a great experience. And it's just, it, you're taken care of. Just yeah. like every, oh, and there, there was one girl who looks like Emmy Blotnick, the comedian. Uh, she was a front desk employee where we stayed. And she, they couldn't find our luggage. And we had to get to a restaurant reservation. Mm -hmm. And Emmy Blotnick, that's not her name but the comedian is hysterical. She took it on herself and she found my luggage and had it delivered straight to the hotel. And she's like, and I called the restaurant. We told them they're going to be 30 minutes late and they're holding your table for you. I'm like, oh, are you kidding? And that's the way it was everywhere we went. Every staff member was just so delightful and kind and so engaging with that. Oh, and I met the evil stepmother. <laughs> We're at a Disney dining experience and it's the cast of Cinderella and they come out one by one. Here's the prince because no one gives a shit about the prince. He's just the in target goal. He comes and every character stops by every table. So the stepsisters stop by and they're hysterical. Stepsisters from what? From Cinderella. Okay. I've never wanted a threesome more in my life. <laughs> These were the two funniest people I have ever met. And every time I'd come back on with a line, they had a line. So well trained. They stayed totally in character. But then the stepmother came in and she's steely eyed almost. And she's, oh man. Sexy, but you know, it just, oh. She stops by a table. She chats it up with a small human for a while. And then she stands up and starts to engage with us both. And she says, well, child, your father wears no ring. Is he, is he single? Is he available? And the small human just goes, yep, totally single. And I'm like, turn three sheets red. So she chatted for a few more minutes. Then she leaned down as she left. She said, the gig is on. Meet me at Gaston's after eight. And I turned four sheets purple and she walked away. And uh, everybody I've told that story to, they're like, well, did you go meet her guest yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I had a kid in a, ho a hotel. No, I didn't. For fuck's sake. <laughs> did your certified Disney plan or not issue you a babysitter? No, no, that was not a part of the package. I have never heard passion in your voice like oh that Oh my before. God, it was, they were so amazing. I, I want to go back, but I want to go without her. So I see if I really get a chance to score with the stepmother or see how long that train ride is. Like, <laughs> From this part, from this point in the line, you're 60 minutes away from riding the evil stepmother. Oh my God. Oh, and there's a ride, Everest Express, something like that. Everest Experience, it's in Animal Kingdom. On that roller coaster, small human loved it. She's a thrill seeker. She absolutely loved it. I found religion. I have never been that scared on a roller coaster in my life. Um, it was absolutely frightening. And then when you think it's over, it just goes backwards. Hell yeah, that sounds awesome. No. What's no. your problem? Death. Oh, okay. Fear well, of it. You, my son is also, um, <clears throat> does not like crazy roller coasters. So you and he can hang out and I will take your Great. small human and we'll go on crazy roller coasters. Great. I would like to thank my personal trainer and Jim for my core strength that allowed me to be a functioning walking human for three day, straight days on rides. But yeah. Oh, and Space Mountain, still terrifying. Really? Oh my God. Wow. I mean, I haven't been on it in 30 years, but. Oh my God. It's, oh, it's amazing. But yeah. also it's you saying it's terrifying. It's probably like, and I like roller coasters, but this is just flat out terrifying. You're being thrown around, flung around the dark. It's like being married. Uh, careful. Everyone that goes 18 miles an hour. Yeah. I said it. I went there. <laughs> um, anything else to wrap up 2018, Anthony? I don't think so. Did you go anywhere good? I went all over the place this year. Um, oh, we're aware. That's why there's only 20 about, episodes. I guess. I mean, I'm it's a, uh, I'm incredibly lucky. I got to go to Europe four times this year, um, and it's good, and it does good things to your uh, medallion mile status. Bringing that, shoving it in all our faces before we leave, leave yeah. for the year. It's uh, it's and it's amazing to me how transactional uh, European travel has become, where it's just kind of like I just pack a bag and like 
The only thing that's different is I remember to like grab my passport on the way out of the house. But other than that, it's are just you like, using oh. that technology where they scan your face to check in now? If they, if I'm at a place that uses it, but you're in the system. Um, I don't actually not like Delta Hartsfield. They have not like mm. filed me, um, but I'm. Are I have, you clear? Do you I do not clear. I do mm. not do clear um, because the lines for clear are. I haven't noticed a tangible benefit. Like I, wa- I watch the lines. I watch them all, and it's just like pre-check is fine. I'm not. I need to get global entry because I have been screwed a couple of times just so. coming back. Wait, from, wait, wait. How are you screwed? <clears throat> because you come back uh, into the country. And if you don't have global entry, you just have to go in the same line. There's no like premium status for customs. So like you just get in line with everyone else. And if. So what does global entry get you? Global entry gets you a digital, like you go to the screen and they look at your face and it's just like, okay, welcome back. And you're done. Um, Did you declare our snacks that you bring me from overseas? Hell no. But that's, but again, that's part of like the privilege that I enjoy (laughs) because I, those are all in the check bags or, or even if they're in my carry on. I go to the the TSA agent and they're just like, "Do you bring anything back?" And I'm like, "Nope." And they're like, "Okay, whatever. Welcome back." Just gonorrhea. They don't ask me any questions. It's always just like, "Okay, white white bro with a passport, whatever." Um, but global entry, yeah, I do need to do that because if like if three, think about it, if three flights show up at the same time from anywhere in the world, it could be a thousand people. It's a thousand people that show up at the same time. And. <laughs> And that's a that's a suck. That is a suck. So I need to get global entry. Your life is so hard. <clears throat> it's uh, it's actually not. It is. I I enjoy as we've established a lot, a lot of, of white privilege. a lot of privilege. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this has been um, this has been privilege on in 2018 with your hosts Russ and Tony. See you guys in 2020. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.